And he said, everyone who is found will be thrust through. Everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. And if that does not speak to you, my friends, then perhaps it should. So I says to him, you think that's a sombrero? Have a look in my truck. <laughs> oh dear, now, that's enough silliness for the time being. Now, I'm afraid to say, looks like old Cody Mike here is going to have to cut his show a little short today, I'm afraid. Duty calls. Outside duties. But uh, don't you worry, my assistant here will be looking after the little pups and making sure they've got enough food and cuddles. And, and I've got a real nice mixtape lined up for y'all. The very best southern country of rock you could ask for. But while I still got you here... A quick word of warning to the wise. Sometimes the right thing to do when you've made a mistake is to just hold up your hands and say, God, shut the fuck up, prick. Okay. All right. Come on, come on. Russo. Hello? Russo, it's Carlos. Okay. Listen, there's a hunt on today. You sure nobody's listening? Yes, I'm sure. Listen, there's no time. We gotta use it as our chance. However it plays out, we gotta leave tonight. I gave them the keys. Them fellas they're chasing. I shouldn't have done it. Who fucking cares? It's a distraction, that's all that matters. They took... Steve and Nate took them. Not, not those science types. The dust billies. Took them for the windmill. It's all my fault. Osteen's punishing me for helping them. Shit. Russo, Russo, look, I'm sorry. But fuck me. All that means is we gotta act now. I shouldn't have done it. Listen to me, man. We got no time. You ain't the only one in this shit. Robert, I... Where is he? He's in the fucking freezer. I snapped, all right? That fucking piece of shit. I'd like to see him chat shit to me now. They can eat their fucking own. Jesus. Look, it had to happen anyway. We knew that. We've just committed now. That's all. We stick to the plan, right? Russ? They've got Randall. They won't let him go. Can't leave my son. We won't. And we won't ask. You know where he'll be. We wait for magic hour. We we take him. We grab the truck and we get the fuck out of Dodge. When the bridge is down, so we head out west on the wastelands. Cross back once we're far enough. Okay. Listen, it's now or never, Russ. I know. So you in? Good. Wait for my signal. Got it. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Okay.
let's get the fuck out of here. The Apocalypse Players present Highway of Blood. A Call of Cthulhu scenario by Alex Guyot, Ian Christensen, and Devay Brian Jackson. With Dan Wheeler as Quincy J. Lafitte. Dominic Allen as Edward Ed Mooney. Joseph Chance as Beverly Jack Carstairs. And Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. This is based on a true story. Part 10. Hereditary. So, I guess it's a sort of decision as to, do you reckon you can fight your way out? Or do you surrender? Or do you try and run and hope that they keep playing with you? It's, yeah. I think I see Lafitte pick up Maybe he doesn't pick it up, but maybe he, I see what he's looking at, and he's looking at this... Probably a bit too hot to pick up, but there might be a reach towards it now. Or something, yeah. This, this beanbag, and he sort of looks at it, and I look at it, and I'm, there's panic in my eyes, because I've already had this realisation. And I'm thinking like a, like a sportsman, and I go... Say, maybe we should parlay. Must be something we could get for you boys. Must be something maybe you could do for us. What do you say we talk this over? What do we say Reverend Osteen might be interested in talking this over again? I, and I look... I look insane when I say this. I think the two of you realise that I am right on the edge of sanity as I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you, you all probably look slightly insane, but you're maybe on the... And, and then, and I say in this voice that suddenly sounds Ed's just inside. So out. My voice suddenly sounds very, very different, and I go, "Hello." Yeah. Well then, what do you say? Why don't we parlay, friends? And I look like I'm about ninety when I say it. And uh, you, you hear as, as you see two others in the background run around the corner. One of these closer ones turns to the other one and says, "Well." You giving up your shooter then? If you want to talk, you want to give us that. And I say to Mooney, I whisper to Mooney, I say, "Tell me when I got a bead between his eyes, right between his eyes, Mooney. Tell me when, and I pull the trigger." Up a bit, or left a bit, up a bit, up a bit, up a bit. Down a bit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You got him. And I squeeze. So I guess I guess it's it's down to um, keeper of the our Texas Highway, imperious legal le- legal leader, a glorious leader, to um to tell us how on earth we roll for this combined <laughs> shot. One of you does the tens, the other one does the hundreds uh, with a penalty die. Just not a bad but idea. That's well, quite close range though, isn't it? So I would. I I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue against. The, I'm going to argue for a bonus die to cancel out that penalty yeah. because we're so close. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's. I would say the same because you're point blank. Yes. So although it's two of you operating a gun, 
you've you also gave it at least a round aiming. Um, yeah, exactly. While yeah. Jack was conversing, so I think it balances out. Um, so Thank let's you. kick off with that, shall we? Whew. So, so a, a penalty and a, a penalty and a bonus die cancelling each other out. So it's a straight. Yeah. And I guess the question is, who rolls, and against whose skill? Oh, I see. Well, who's holding it again? Well, I'm holding it. You're holding it, and he's aiming. He's aiming. My instinct would be, what's the most important part of using a gun? Is it the aiming or the pulling the trigger? My instinct is that aiming is more important, but oh, and that, I mean, therefore I, that's where you get the penalty, which is now... I'd fall back on a mechanic. I'd, get them to roll luck. Oh, as in, like, to see which one of them it yeah, is. Yeah, opposed luck roll. See, see which one of them takes the pressure. Oh, yeah, no, that, that is better, actually. I don't know, I mean... Yeah. Um, You're cool. Let's well, do an opposed luck roll to see which one of you's skill we're using to see if this is a successful shot. <laughs> oh, this could be hard, like because one of us is going to roll a really high, really uh, like low score, and then that's not going to be the shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Or maybe... Or I suppose if you win the luck roll, then you... Well, basically, we want it to be... We want it to be um, Ed Mooney, don't we? Probably. Or maybe... Uh, uh, no, no, this, so I mean, if you're lucky, what, Quincy, maybe it's Ed. Well, what about... What about... I don't know whether this is... I don't know the <laughs> maths of there. this, but what if we both get a bonus die, but we both have to succeed? We both roll and we both have to succeed. Oh, like that. I love that we're starting... I love that we're starting at this... Minigame. It's a minigame. How does assistance normally work? It's normally one person rolls, but... If someone's assisting, yeah. you get a bonus die, but this isn't the sort of help. Well, you, but we were trying to work out which right? was assisting and yeah. which was because basically yeah. it is that. But it's like which. It's also, one it's more like interfering. Quincy is assisting <laughs> yeah. the, the more skilled. It would be helpful, marksman, surely. Ed, Ed is the skilled marksman. Mm. Ed's got the higher. So Qu- Quincy uh, is. Assisting. That's true. He's telling me what to do. He's telling me where to put my hands, and he's telling me where yeah, to. Yeah, I think the that triggers. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I think it is. So we'll I say think. we'll say penalty cancelled out by point blank bonus aiming. Yeah. Uh, so it's but it's Mooney so, but it's Mooney rolling, right? It's Mooney for the corner. Or maybe it should be me rolling against Mooney's stack. <laughs> I, th- Do you know what? I'm, I'm up for you that. guys decide because I'm happy with any of those. <laughs> Either way, you're fucked. No, I'm joking. We could do we could uh, do an average, like a kind of uh, blood pressure monitor, like average successes <laughs> over a number of different tests. Yeah. Oh, Mario kicks up. I might have been doing too much work. I was happy with that. I was happy with either of those. I'm happy with either Ed rolling or fuck it. Let's be interesting. You roll Ed's skill. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> then the question like is, that. and then the question is, who's allowed to spend their luck when we yeah, fail? Exactly. And we'll come to that when we come to that. What is your shotgun skill? Uh, Fifty-five. <laughs> come on. Great. Okay. That's, that's what we're talking about. Okay. That's good. That is good. All to play. Seventy. It's all about the 1970s. Is all about shotguns, isn't it? Well, that's fine. I've rolled a 63, so I can definitely spend the luck if... if um, but one thing we should check, which shotgun have we got? Yeah, you... I assume we've got the one... This is the last round. Ah. Pretty, so sure, we've pretty got the, sure you fired another shot. So we've got the double the double-barreled one, but with the one round left, which is the good round, because we've been firing salt. The rock salt was a couple of shots that got fired off. Yeah, I think we're now... You're now onto my... But that's gone now. You want to my improvised bullet cartridges? Yeah. So do you have the other shotgun? Yeah. Which I, which is down to the, the one that, um, you managed to keep both weapons with you. I've got, th- I think I've got three ahead. left in the chamber, as it were, in, the, in one in the chamber and two in the magazine. Yes, because did I jump out of the car holding both of them? Yeah, but you, <laughs> you did throw one to me then. I throw one to you. Okay, right. Anyway, so sixty-three. So how much luck 
am, am I or we going to spend? Do we want to make it hard? That's a lot of luck. Or just... Depends what you want to do. I think just... I think, he might not be able to I think just, dodge I think cover just, anyway. Like him. Yeah, I reckon so I'm that's, regular success. So that's eight points of luck. Yeah, that's more like it. Why don't we spend four each? Oh. Oh. Yeah, why yeah, not? fuck it. As long as you're keeping track of this, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I'll trust yeah. you. Um, I like that. That's yeah. nice. Great. Cool. We're so one unit. <laughs> yeah, done that. So you get him. Okay. Well, let's see. Ba-bam. Uh, yeah, you do. We you get do. him. Get him. Um, right in the and, uh, he So as, you, as you've leveled this, you just squeeze it off. Okay, and it, it clips his left shoulder, Phew. which Ooh. is where he was sort of holding the like the gun up and he sort of spins around in the dust you finally get a look at this guy in that sort of moment he's sort of like half his sort of dungarees hanging off you know looks like he's barely got one tooth in his head you realize his head looks quite swollen as well and uh, there's only strings of sort of hair hanging down you just get that in a snapshot as he sort of whirls around and he used to be so good on the banjo (laughs) nine in total for me 10 in total for me. So that's 19 points of damage. 19. So <laughs> so in actual fact, you get the same snapshot of him whirling round, the sort of left-hand strap of his dungarees flagellating his, his back and his weird swollen head, and he goes, Ah, Jesus Christ! <clears throat> and as he falls, you see, like, it's actually gone up under the armpit and sort of, like blown away a huge section of the side of him there yes. and uh, you can see like ribs sticking out and like a spurt from under the armpit Good. and he sort of collapses to the floor and like he does actually elbow his way back a couple of things but then just freezes in this slightly upright position staring at you Ooh. like just with these wide eyes I, I, look in, I look in horror at the other two and I say holy cow Quincy holy cow <laughs> and, and then I slide back down behind the um uh, the rock, and I start scrabbling around in my shirt, and I take out a, a penknife that's around my neck, and I, I shove it into my white, now probably quite grimed, uh, um, wide fronts, classics, classic <laughs> 1970s, and I just shove it right underneath my balls, and I say, "What the hell are we gonna do?" And I blink like a like a mole and say, "Did I get him? Did I get him?" <laughs> and I say. That's a kill. That's a kill. Uh, I'll I'll take a peek t- to see who uh, how many there are coming out of the, the pickup. Well, uh, uh, what I'd like to do as you peek out, and I'll let you do a a look. But could you all give me a listen and a luck? Oh yeah, a listen and a luck combined. Yeah, that's a a two separate things. Two separate worlds. Two separate. So listen first, and then listen first. For my part, I have succeeded a hard success in my listen and a terrible fail in my luck. Yeah, you want both results at the same time? Uh, yeah. Failed on my listen and I've got, uh, oh gosh, uh, that's an extreme success on my luck. Zero five. Okay. Uh, fail on my listen. And, uh, yeah, a, uh... Uh, hard success on my luck. Well, perhaps luckily the... Well, no, I guess unluckily. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, basically, uh, oh dear. Quincy, you, uh, you... For, for instance, all of you here to start with, and this is probably why the two of you don't hear the other thing, you hear the truck around the corner start beeping in that same sort of mad way that the doctors had outside the tent. Um, 
some sort of signaling and um, Quincy you hear above that as you sort of try and tune that out and probably try and get the image of that guy's underarm out of your head as well that sort of gaping maw that you created in the side of his torso um, there's been enough violence on this trip so far that I'm not going to ask you for a Santi roll for that I think that's fair but um, you do hear above you just sort of like a slight crumbling sound um, like rocks sort of um, just skittering like someone jumping down scree or something like that like sort of or like the moments just before rock. the tremors come mm. <laughs> well quite <laughs> um, and you get the sense of like something moving on the rock outcropping above you but um yeah shit and that's where you are and as Jack as you look out you sort of you don't hear anything but you uh, as you look out um you see like one head poke around the corner Again, you're almost tempted to say insectoid-like because this head actually does have a helmet on and it, for a minute it reminds you of a sort of beetle's sort of carapace uh, and then oh. it sort of like sideways shifts again back behind the rock. So, But that's while the beeping is going on. So you know there's at least a couple of people behind the... The guy who was approaching, was he, was, was he armed? Visibly armed? Yeah, he on had a blunderbuss thing. Yeah. That you were shooting, I think you saw him shoot one of the sandbags before he was done. Yeah, I don't think I realised it was a sandbag, unfortunately. Well, maybe I did, but maybe... Um, I think that was the others. I think maybe yeah, Quincy too busy. picked it and it was, like, hot and it was... Yeah. What, what are we going to do? You want... You want I hear something. Someone moving up there on that rocks. I can't, can't see a goddamn thing. Someone look up there. I, I spin round and, and look with a gun. I can't turn my neck. I can't feel my neck. Oh, God. You... You don't see anything. Um, not as a result of your luck. Just, you don't. The, the sound's gone. Um, but you do then start to hear... <whistles> from, like, round the corners. And um, you're reminded of the whistling noises that they were making to each other in the cars before the race started, when they were sort of lined up facing you. That sort of weird communication that happened after the doctor had beeped his horn they all started whistling to each other and you can hear that starting I, less of them am I right in thinking there's one guy left there's one guy left from the vehicle that's in front of us well what I'll say is round the corner where any other vehicles are you've come round the corner now yourself so you can't see those anymore but you know there was at least what there was one more behind Seth's truck which was keeping pace yeah and you yeah. know there was another which was badly burned by the fire someone hanging out the side of it which was a little while behind Okay. But obviously you're yeah. static now, so who knows if they've also caught up. Sure. There's one guy who's just poked his head round with his helmet on, but while that was happening, you could hear the horn going. So you assume there's at least one more guy round the corner, if that makes sense. Yeah. They'd come out following the pickup truck. They tried to hook onto it. They tried to save it, and then they got... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The vehicle is, so the vehicle is out of shot, so we can't see that, but we definitely know there was... The vehicle's a out of guy, shot, and you know there's at least two guys around that corner yeah. but there also there's that beeping yeah, and whistling yeah. starting which is slightly unnerving slightly <laughs> um, but there's no immediate threat in this moment that you can tell so I'll give you a second to see if you want to come up with a plan how many yards is it foisting another attack how many you. yards is it to the cliff uh, so roughly to, to the cliff yeah. So basically, the, the cannon goes round the whole road. Yeah. 
So across the road, it's only like ten yards. If you wanted to just go off mm. and kill yourself, uh, well, but then we've got the like outcrop behind us, yeah. right? So we're climbing up. So climbing up, you can yeah. be shot climbing climbing but, down. They might basically, you've been going along big outcrop on your left, canyon yeah. on your right. Yeah, that then, sharp turn where the other ones yeah. went off. You've done a really sharp left turn, like right yeah. angle turn. Well, you've jumped out there, sorry. So the vehicles mm. went off. You're round yeah. the corner now. Yeah. And you can hear two other guys and an engine that haven't come round that corner yet who are behind in the chase. Great. So the outcrop, uh, the outcrop is sort of to our... Where our you right. are, it's sort of boulderous. All around. Right. If you're facing backwards to where you've come from, then it's to your right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But you're sort of in the boulders, tucked Fine. in underneath okay. it sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that climbable? Uh, not right here, but you, if you want to look around, you could say if you went like another 10, 20 yards along... Further down the road. It seems to get shallower. You might be able to climb up. I ain't sure Although where Mooney... Ed probably wouldn't. <laughs> I ain't sure where Mooney's going to be gonna be climbing any any rocks anytime soon. Can, can you walk, Ed? My climbing days are done. I don't think I can walk even. I'm thinking you say that because you can see where my eyes are flicking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... And I say, God damn it! But then, what about the poly idea? You didn't like that? Well, try and talk our way out of this. What the fuck are they firing at us? I don't know. It looks like uh, like a. Well, I, I don't know. I, I I can't see shit. But I thought it was like a little bag of like a bean bag or like a sandbag. Is it still here? Can you see it? I don't know. I pat my hand around. I I, I told you I can't see shit. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. I've got a terrible feeling that. If, if, if they're keeping us alive for something worse. Exactly. Damn street. I've been to the bayou once. There were these creepy kids with banjos. I'm glad I killed all of them, too. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now the pappies are here to take vengeance. If there was any, I can pretend I didn't hear that. If there was any colour left in my face, it definitely drains as I look at Ed Mooney in in absolutely perplexed horror. And I say, can you see can you see it? Can you see the It was self defense. The projectile. They was taking their dungarees off. Is it there? Quincy I, I, I look around. I, I think I'm I'm not completely blind. I just can't. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Shit vision. shit he can't um, see. Um But I sort of reach reach around and see if the the, uh, I assume it's still right there. Can I see it, Dan? That's essentially what I'm asking. The little sandbag. Yeah. The little beanbag. Can I see the beanbag? Yeah, you can. Yeah, When you see him reach out, you see where it sort of lies on the floor, where it's ricocheted off this boulder that you're hiding behind. I, um, I take the gun... The I, I, take the, I, I take the gun's butt and I drag it towards me and I look at it. What is this thing? What, what, is it just a beanbag? Sort of like black plasticky sort of fabric... And it feels like it's just got pebbles or beans in it. Like, it, it's it's weird. It's not like something... You don't know what it would be for. But handmade. Other than... Maybe. Yeah. Stitched together. Machine stitched, probably, but, yeah, stitched. What is it? What's inside it? Oh, it looks, feels like pebbles. Shit, son of a bitch. And I, I shove my hand back down my pants. My, back down my um, briefs. Um, hey, we ain't got time I, for that. Everyone's got their needs. And, but. and I take my and I take the, my pen knife out and I open it up with my. But I'm not going to let go of the gun. I'm going to open it up with my teeth, and I say, "Sorry, Grandpa." And I and I and I stick the knife into the surface and I try and. Yeah, yeah. We all got needs. My jerking days are done. <laughs> I can't feel my wrists. Listening to these old timers talking about how they can't feel their their wrists and their necks. Yeah. 
And I think I say it out loud without even really thinking about it. Um, and sometimes, I've, sometimes it's quite nice when you can't feel it's like someone else is doing it. But I still got an erection. And, uh, as soon as I hit the tarmac, <laughs> what's that about? As you, as as you sort of split it open, all these sort of ceramic pebbles spill out. These sort of white ceramic pebbles, like just you know, cast sort of pottery sort of thing. They're just stones. Them's are like the things you use in baking. Son of a yeah. bitch. Bacon beans. These people up to you. No, when you use a fancy oven in a. <laughs> That's right. Bacon beans to stop the, the stop the base of your flan from rising before That's you put right. the filling in. They're called bacon and, um, beans. I close it as as the sound of them spilling onto the rocks and all your voices saying bacon beans, bacon beans. Um, <laughs> you hear another rustling and um, Dan, can you do me a dodge roll? Oh Christ! Instinctive. Relating to your your <laughs> failed. Yeah, no, that's not worked out well for he me. The whoosh. So. As, as you're distracted by this sort of auditory, you know, cavalcade of bacon beans, bacon beans, <laughs> all these sort of pebbles spilling out of the rocks, you look up and you see a dark shape coming towards you very fast. And could you um, roll me a D4, please? Oh, God. Yes. I can. Is that all of us, just Dan? Just Dan. Just Dan, because yeah, he failed his well, last turn. Yeah. yeah. Just Quincy, I think I think I might die. Well, that's if it's designed to. Well, I mean, I'm I'm definitely unconscious. Uh, I rolled a four, and I'm on three hit points. Oh, son of a bitch! Right. So, what the others of you see? I'm dying. Have you got a major wound? Well, no, because I haven't lost. I haven't lost no half of my hit points. any in that much. I haven't you're lost. You lost half of my hot my total hit points at any one point. You can only be dying if you've got a major wound. So you just yeah. It, oh, okay, great. But what the others of you see, Dan, you just see... Sorry, Quincy, you just see this the shadow. The others of you see uh, a sort of shard of the sort of reddish rock just collide with his head Ooh. and sort of flatten him to the ground next to you. Um, and this sort of welt open up on the side and blood start pouring down the side of his face. I try and shake him with what mobility I have. Quincy! Qu- Quincy, talk to me! You're my legs now! I'll try and see who threw it or what threw it Possibly or my wrist. how it came down. Um, so you look up and uh, you don't see anything up there. But um, could you do me a listen roll, the two of you that are still conscious? Mm, remarkable. Hey. Oh, no shit. That's a hard success. Fuck, it's still a fail. No joy. No joy for Jack. Yeah, I can't but Ed, as you're, I think maybe senses are heightening because you're so <laughs> fucked. But you, uh, <laughs> you hear, you're still listening out to this... <laughs> Like twitchers at dawn. Um, is that a reed warbler? It's not. Um, and, if only there uh, was some sort of you, tedious vicar to tell us what kind of bird that is. <laughs> only a descendant of Peregrine McCutcheon. Um, yeah. But you realise well, your that biologist has now, just lost his consciousness, unfortunately. Yeah, the sounds are now coming from the other side of you as well, further down the road. And um, you know, I think your intelligence—you're intelligent enough to realise that they must have cut across ground and be surrounding you. We got them all around us, Jack. Um, Listen, we got to we, we got to try and make a deal. I got to try and make a deal. There's there's two less than there were. But I don't think this is a numbers game we can win. We we got my dealing days are done. All right, let me. You'll have to do the talking, Jack. Listen, son of a gun, you're you're still awake. You're going to be all right. You've taken a hit. That's got to save yourself, Jack. Quincy could be dead here, and I'm I'm not long for it. I dash over to Quincy, um, and I see here. Take the gun, um, which you know is at least is at least is uh, to um, I say it to Ed. 
I was going to um, say. Yeah. And I dash over to Quincy, who I'm assuming is right next to him, essentially. Put it in his mouth. Um, yeah, he's right next to the two of you. You've still got two hip, hip points, right, roll, Quincy? So. I mean, Ed, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you have a major wound. Major wound. Got two now, a major yeah. wound. Several, I imagine. Yeah. Um, uh, you can see his neck. Just there's a lump uh, on the side of his oh, neck. That's fuck. Not right. Oh god. When I take the gun from you, all my fingers are facing the wrong way round. <laughs> he grips it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that bad. He'd be unconscious if it no. was. No. Well, <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> He's still got two hit points, guys. He's still um, got two hit points. And. You do. I'm, I'm just letting you know atmospherically. It's still your go, but you start to hear engines in the distance. More engines. You can still hear these whistles all around you. I was only on one hit point. It's only because it's only because Quincy rubbed some E45 into me that I've got two. Who <laughs> defended? Yeah. So, That's why you got an erection. I know you hold Dan and McAleer. Your it doesn't mean anything mechanically. It means the fucking paper that it's written on. It's worth the paper that it's fucking written. <laughs> Um, I'm going to try a first aid on um, your man there. Uh, Quincy J. Lafitte. Uh, Yeah, you you take a look at Ed and you think, well, I'm not touching that with a barge pole. Probably get sued. Mm. Okay, (laughs) I I think that is is worth the luck. I'm going to spend three points of luck to pass my first aid rather than fail. Oh, great. You're right. I appreciate it. So he gets one back. Excellent. As I regain consciousness, I start mumbling. The, the peppered moth is a fine example of evolution in action during industrial revolution. Gained dark patches to be invisible camouflage right, against so right. smoke. So, okay. Aki, gotta undo whatever you just did. Do the back opposite of what you just did. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. I just I put my hand over his mouth oh. and I suffocate him. Kill him. Oh. No, I don't. I don't. Now, of all the people to try that joke manoeuvre, uh, I don't. I think about it and I say, don't speak. Don't speak. Mm. Tongue, not a word. Tongue, not a word. Come, trusty sword. Come, trusty sword. Come, blade my breast and brew. And farewell, friends. Give me the goddamn shotgun. That's Thus. Quincy ends. <laughs> We all end. Adieu. 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 The rest is read warblers. <laughs> um, oh, my fucking head. Something hit me. Why well, hit me? It's a piece of rock. It's best you don't know, Quincy. We're gonna have to. I put my hand. To we're my gonna head. have to hand ourselves in. I feel crumbling. We gotta wait for the moment. If you got anything you gotta hide, hide it now. All of the whistles now, they, they were going in different melodies and they now all just seem to be ascending up to a certain point over and over again. I think they're boiling a kettle. I'm going to say that we want to talk to him. We want to talk to the Reverend. Yeah, smart. You, you do see two figures come round the corner with guns raised. I take the, um, I take the empty shotgun and I pick it up high and I throw it. And I say, I'm coming out. Don't shoot. Cool. I, I pick up the other shotgun and I say, you got to be my eyes. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Feel free. Don't. Feel free. <laughs> Round three. Do you attempt to move out from your sort of semi-cover behind the bowl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, start, I start walking forward. Well, Jack, you do. But do the I, others sort of stay where they are? Or I think I stay where I am. I think mm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty broken. Um so I, I, I stay there sort of nursing my presumably quite profusely bleeding. There's a lump growing on the side of your head and you, you yeah. know, the blood sort of run down the side of your mouth. Um, you realise you were quite thirsty, actually, so... 
It's not helping. Um, God. And uh, Jack, as you step out and sort of say that, they sort of they start advancing more slowly. But you also hear behind you that, and you realise there's some more people behind you again, who obviously have scrabbled over the ridge. So you're basically being approached slowly from both sides. But you've thrown the shotgun down and raised your hands. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've raised my hands and I'm walking forward slowly. Um, in my most sort of um, sub Robert Redford I mean in his wildest dreams but you know there is something about him from certain angles he looks a bit like that <laughs> especially because he's got the long kind of tan blonde side sideburns um, and, and you know he's got the physique but he's just like his face doesn't quite fit it's not it's, yeah yeah he, he, he should be attractive but he's just not quite I mean he is he's good looking but he's just not quite right but he, uh, I, I say, uh, I'm, I'm here on behalf of the Environmental Protection Agency, and I want to speak to Reverend Osteen. Ah, uh, he wants to speak to Osteen. He wants to speak to the Reverend. Well, Reverend want to speak to you anyhow. I sense that you, I sense uh, that I have some higher purpose here in this here place, and my friends do too. Yeah. Sorry if I don't understand the finer points of it. Your and I take a gamble and I say religion. <laughs> religion, he said. Religion. Yeah, our religion. Yeah. You gonna keep running then? Well, I've got it in me to run. Run. If you want to give me a car? I'll run. If you want to chase me, but these other two men, they should be let go free. Oh, these two behind the rock. They're in no fit state to run now. Who? Maybe Mr. Osteen, Who? Reverend Osteen, will see uh, to parley with me. There was a bit of a bit of a confusion earlier about that. Maybe I say, "Yeah, I feel giddy. I feel weak, and like I'm going to drop in that moment." Because yeah. it's just you don't look too well, Mister. I'm fine. I'm fine. I could do with some water. That's all. Yeah, we caught you. You should come back with us now. That's by rats. That's what you should do. All right. We'll bring you to the doctor. Your friend there behind the rock, he looks like he needs a doctor. He looks like he burned himself half double jumping out of that truck. Don't you? And he sort of looks at you, Adam, and goes, Don't you? Answer me, boy. My jumping days are done. Did you call me boy? My jumping days are done. I called you boy. Unfortunately, your friend is beyond the aid of a doctor. Huh. And I gesture with my head to the corpse. <laughs> and actually, it's almost as if he hadn't seen it before, and he gives it a proper look, and he goes, Oh, ma. Oh, now, Owen. Not Owen. Why'd you all go and do that, huh? Oh, he did it himself, I'm afraid. Terrible accident. Uh, oh, he did that himself. Did he, what, he tripped and blew his head off? Is that what he did? Something like that, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, you, that's right. Uh, you got a voice too, have you? Just about. Similar voice to you, it sounds like. Friends with us. What's that? Similar voice to you, it sounds like. Hmm. Your friend here seems to be trying to make nice. You two don't seem to want to make nice. So how's about we take your friend back to the doctor and we leaves you here to die in the desert? Does that sound fun? I think you're uh, underestimating divine intervention here, friend. Underestimating the resourcefulness of a couple of qualified scientists. 
Oh, you hear that, John? Qualified scientists, you hear that? There's qualified scientists here. Well, if you've got any qualifications like Doc Brenner's got qualifications, you'll know that you won't last a moment out here, not with the Rattlers, not with them little fellas. The Tehihan, you won't last a moment. The Tehihan? I'm not interested in your biker gangs. Did you say the Tehihan? That definitely makes me want to do some sort of role. I say it loudly, almost... I said... I said what I said. They're still about here. You've not seen them scurrying? Once they've their eyes on you, you don't get far. Now, we can protect you. Can I do an occult role on his... Yeah, or, or would it be an anthropology role? I mean, both um, those skills are terrible, but, like... I, I would like take a cult would be better. Great. I will roll it. My occult is just the base. It's just five, but... If I fail a Cthulhu Mythos roll, will I likely lose sanity? <laughs> um, Aren't you more likely to lose sanity if you succeed? The, well, you've already lost sanity for seeing these things, so I'm... I think you'd be more likely if you succeeded. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um... I'm rolling my occult. I mean, how helpful is it going to be? Because I could spend the luck to pass that. I mean, how intelligent does this guy seem? I mean, he, he knows what he said. Well, Tehihan, if I've got that right, it is a thing. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's whether I, whether that n- knowledge of that might help me at all. I'm going to spend... I'm nearly fucking dead. I'm going to spend nine points of luck. Oh, nine is... Yeah, that's doable. If it was like 29, don't. To pass my occult roll. So, you definitely have heard of them before, from different names. But Mm -hmm. that name does... It links into you. Maybe it was like a fucking footnote or something that you were reading in a folklore of, and um, it's it's you you realize you remember that the certain Native American tribes sort of um, First Nations people who um, they have these legends of these smaller, this smaller humanoid race that were like a sort of a vicious, almost animalistic warrior race that was sort of Spartan in their. Uh, culture as much as you could call it a culture and they were sort of maybe four foot tall at most and um, they used to wage war against certain tribes you know and that's gone on for centuries in terms of the legends um, and it's, it tends to be I mean there might even be a reference to it in that book that um, you picked up in uh, Thunderbird Gifts mm-hmm. about the Wendigo because it's sort of on the same track as the Wendigo mm-hmm. as in folklore that has been assumed by settlers to be utter nonsense but this guy seems very sure and also very casual when he mentions it and you have seen these uh, bizarre sort of half humanoid figures on this drive I think you all saw them at one point or another didn't you two of us definitely there's a lot going on here I'm not sure whether I ever did but certainly I think I heard that conversation and if I've heard I've heard of these things I think maybe that that adds up for me um, but you certainly remember that about them, and that they had they had their own rituals and not not uh, customs necessarily. They they were like they were animalistic. They were feral. Uh, they only really sort of vaguely resembled humans in the tales, but like in the same way, uh, like a, a staffy or like a, a berserker can show intelligence or, or follow leadership. Like these creatures, because as well, but they were these sort of half-sized sort of humanoid figures which used to 
terrorise the First Nations tribes. And how did and how did he pronounce the word Tehihan? Tehihan. Tehihan. I mean, I may wreck on that when I no, come that's back fine. To the spelling of it, but um, yeah. so I, I, in that case, I, I say, recalling this, I say, um, say, I know a little bit about the the, the Tehihan. Oh yeah. I know they're, I know they're a fighting folk, but I bet they play fair. Huh, huh. I fancy my chances out here with them more than I do back in your godforsaken town. So if you're giving me the choice of staying here or going with you, you can fucking leave me here. The other two can do what they want. Hey, listen to me now. Listen to me, Lovelet. You, you, uh, you seen any of these here, Tahihan, round here? Any? I ain't talking to you. I ain't talking to you. You you take my friend, leave me here, do what the fuck you want. Okay. And he raises his uh, gun and he shoots at you straight in the head. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's, oh, um, he misses. I remarkably. I dive for cover. Hell, as soon as the gun comes up, I dive. But I guess, yeah. But I guess you don't necessarily know that he misses. It, it could have just been a warning shot. Yeah. I've let you know now. But um, it's another beanbag sort of slaps into the rock to the side of you, and he says, yeah, uh, "You don't want to talk to me and my friends. You're staying out here. And fair, they might be fair in the way of savagery and animalry and all that. But if she's got her eye on you, and if you've seen them, oh, they ain't letting go of you now. Not unless you come back with us, and we can protect you. Doc Brenner can protect you. Reverend Osteen can protect you out here. You're sitting ducks." But I'll leave that to the three of you. I think... Is there someone else there we can talk to? <laughs> I think we need to talk to the Reverend Osteen. And I say it almost in sort of... With my hands, one hand out to the guy. Yeah. Um, who who knows John and Otis, or whatever his name was, the dead man. Yeah. Um, and I, in the other hand, back to my two uh, cantankerous but charming uh, colleagues. Uh, and I say, mm. maybe we can kind of deal here. Useless, unlikable, and verbose. <laughs> Extremely useful. And, and very eloquent, and and deeply unlikable. Yeah, I like one of you. this man here. What was your name, sir? My name's Ed Mooney. My, Not you. My name's, oh. My name's Beverly. Beverly Carstairs. Huh. huh. Ah, sister name, Beverly. Huh, that's funny. I like Beverly. It reminds me of my sister. She was always fair, too. She wanted to make friends, too. Now, you come on over here. You, I, I'll show them that we're friendly folks, okay? I just need to pat you down for weapons, all right, Beverly? All right. <laughs> hands up now. And, I, and I, I do the hands up, and I clench my buttocks hard. Hmm. <laughs> and he turns to the others, and he says, Now look how fair we can be when we work together. Huh? My looking days are done. He pats you down and sort of seems quite... He, he does properly go at the arse and the groin and everything. He's not holding back, but I don't think he feels anything. You've tucked it right... Prison up, tailor. Right. Right, right, right back Tiny behind. thing. Well, it's a penknife. I mean, it's a penknife. Yeah. It's nothing. Uh, shift and cup. Yeah, cup yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, very happy but, for and you, he says, uh, Now, now, boys... Come in, we'll pat down these two, too. And we'll get them out of here now. And you come back with us, you can talk to the Reverend, you can talk to the Doctor. I don't have any authority here, all right? So you want to survive, you don't want these little fellas to come get you, scratch your eyes out. What was your name, friend? Huh? Cecil. 
Cecil. Your name's Cecil? Why? You got a problem with that? I got no problem with what anyone's called. I just... Um, What's you called? Name's Mooney, Ed Mooney. Uh. I'm an old friend of... Um, the chap on my character Who? sheet. I'm an old friend of Jacob Blackwood. Oh, my lord. Oh, oh, oh. And he sort of stops for a second. He says, Let, boys, 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 we got a friend of Jacob's here. Jacob Blackwood's here. Friend of Jacob Blackwood's, does anyone know a... No, no one know a Jacob Blackwood? We ain't never heard of a Mr. Jacob Blackwood, but I'm sure you got your friends, mister. I'm well, sure he was certainly hanging around with you lot earlier. He was, uh... He was speaking to you, Reverend. He was speaking to Doc Watson. Oh. oh, was he? He'd not yeah. come here with you? No, sir. Blackwood. Oh, 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 And he starts laughing to himself and he says, no, no, no. He must be one of the faces. I knew it. I knew <laughs> Oh, they've been fucking with you, boy. Okay. He one of the faces. We got a friend of Jacob Blackwood's here. Let's get him in. Let's get him in. Pat him down. <laughs> and he uh and they move over, and if you guys, the two of you by the boulder, they sort of they come closer, these others with guns raised, and sort of gesture for you to put your hands up. I try to put my hands up. <laughs> well, I think they take one look at you and sort of go. And he sort of whistles, maybe to get a stretcher or something, you don't know, but he doesn't try and move you as you are. Um, Quincy, how are you reacting? Are you going to I stand them? up. Trust the... And I... Obviously. I, I face... I face him, like, nose to nose. <laughs> I hold my hands out like this as he pats me down. Yeah. And then I fucking nut him right on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now you know I roll my brawl. Army of Pots felt about that the whole time. <laughs> any attempt, any opportunity to smack him. <laughs> oh. I'm going to spend two points of luck to make that hard success on my brawl. <laughs> okay. Well, I got a hard success as well. But um, attacker resolves. You still, yeah. Unless he was dodging. It's with the attack. Do you want are you dodging or fighting back? No, he was going to fight back, but you took him. You took him by surprise. You've got the hit. Do you want to roll? Damage? Yeah, my damage is not great. <clears throat> my damage is really bad <laughs> because um, I've got my da- my my my. You've just headbutted someone with a damaged head. head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like hitting my, someone with a water balloon filled with breath. I, I'm so weak that my damage bonus is minus one. <laughs> wow, I love it. So, um, d three minus one. I might, I, might, <laughs> I might do no damage whatsoever. Might make oh, it better. Oh, it's on the floor. It's, oh, oh, I like to roll. That's a six, so that's a three, minus one, two damage. Wow, okay, so he staggers back like... I like to think I might have broken his nose. His nose splits, and this is the guy you've been talking to, this is Cecil. He sort of staggers back, and you instantly see blood sort of welling up, and you go, ah, Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, a friend of Jacob's here, he ain't too friendly now, he ain't too friendly. And uh, two of the other guys come at you from the side with their guns raised, pretty much point blank. Um... And Cecil sort of goes up. Now, we can't. We don't want to kill you. Don't you get it? Oh, You're I get it. Killing. I get it. Oh, you get it, do you? Yeah, you don't want to kill me. So I keep taking. I keep taking two points of damage off you every opportunity I can get because you don't want to kill me. Now, why, why, oh, why, oh, why? Can you not be more like your friend Beverly here? <laughs> 
my sister Beverly here. She's come out. She's chucked a gun off the bridge, off the side of the fucking canyon. She's held her hands up in the air and said, no, miss, please don't help me. Now, that's all gone. Now, Beverly, you don't mind me talking about you like this. And he sort of brings you over, like, by the shoulder. He says, why can't you just be more like Beverly? And he immediately just puts you in a headlock. And uh, could you give me a fighting brawl roll? Me or Beverly? This is Jack, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jack. Jack. Uh, yeah, um, fighting brawl roll. Uh, I'm not going to fight back. If he's going to put me in a, in a headlock, I'm just going to let him put me in a headlock. Okay, cool. In which case... Unless he's, unless Do I feel that he's trying to choke me out? Is he going to try and choke me out? You start to st- see, like, stars. Right, okay, I'll t- in which case I will fight back, saying, I want to talk to the Reverend Osteen. Hmm. All right, let him go. My... Brawl is 33, and I've rolled a 0-9. So that's a hard, not an So you managed to... It's hard you, is there a certain thing you're going to try while he's sort of got you in this uh, Are you going to, like, try and put your hand up? Uh, and, I think... Or are you going to, like, what do you want to... I think I want to break out of it. Yeah. I, I want to break out of it, and I, and, I, and I push him back if I can. So I'll, I'll do a kind of classic lineman break the tackle. I put my, my arm up, and yeah. I... And I just kind of whip it out and, and push back at the same time, like a proper uh, American footballer move. It's almost like I'm skipping back mm. from the line of scrimmage as I do it. And I say, for fuck's sake, everybody just stop fucking hitting everybody and acting like fucking children. <laughs> Let's go and talk to the Reverend Osteen. Ooh. Jesus Christ. I gotta tell you he right now. A, he got hit on it. Cecil, whatever happens from this point forward, if the three of us go missing, I don't like to think what might happen to Abattoir, but it's not going to be pretty. You pick the wrong car, you pick the wrong people. You understand? Okay. And Osteen might understand. I get you. I get you. I was just tomfoolery. I was just horseplay. I was just trying to show him how a nice brother and sisters act. You know, for your friends. Yeah, is that the kind of horseplay you did on your sister? Yeah. Yeah, she's still alive? Now, don't you be judging me. And he goes and he picks up his friend, who's now got no head, and just picks him up and holds him in front of you. Like, hoists him up and does a little dance like that, and you just have this, like, this stump sort of flickering. And he says, uh, you, you better than us? You better than us, are I you? I walk towards the car. See what you've I done? Walk the car. I just, better shots, at least. I start walking towards the car. I say under my breath. <laughs> well, the, 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 the pickup. So you're heading around the corner. Great. So, um... I'll be in, I'll be in, the, I'll be in the pickup. There's two in front of you. I, there's three more on the other side. I also start walking to pick up. Those were the ones I'd already described yeah. as being yeah, uh, okay, like right. the guns up around Quincy. Well, yeah. I just try and push past them. Um, but you're just walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, the, if they bump. I also start walking to the pickup, but um, but on the way, I trip and fall to my knees. <laughs> and I would like to try and get a get a, a rock, <laughs> the, the, the sharpest, nastiest looking rock I can find... <laughs> And yeah. get that into yes, my into up my sleeve or into my <laughs> jacket pocket as I get to my feet, and I'm happy to roll sleight of hand for that to see if that's. Under- yeah, go for a go for a sleight of hand. I'm not sure. I, I won't need a hard or anything because I think they're probably good by <laughs> everything else. Um, I mean, I'm going to end this scenario with no luck, but I'm spending seven points of luck to pull that off. <laughs> right, just he's been burning through now. 
Um, well, yeah, so you managed to... Well, do you slip it up a sleeve or, like, into your pocket or...? Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe just sort of up up my sleeve. I mean, I, I'm, I, I think we're all, like, really badly cut up and bruised, so I think we're... I, I'm, I'm moving along, like, holding myself as if I'm hurt anyway, which I probably am. So, yeah, I've sort of yeah. got it into my sleeve, thinking he's already patted me down, and now I've, and now yeah. I've got this yes yeah, so i've got this up my sleeve mean, meanwhile i'm reaching out to two of the guys to help me walk to the yeah to the car the pickup um <laughs> like i'm clearly too feeble to move cool um to give me their arms to help me walk they're not helping you in fact they just sort of start to follow the other two and i say i say hey i'm calling shotgun i get travel sick call whatever you want mr mooney i i stop and i say one moment and I walk back to, to Mooney and I shoulder him with my strength 75. Okay. And when you do, <laughs> when you do, I whisper in your ear, I say, I don't care what they say about not wanting to kill us. If they ain't wanting to kill us, then they're wanting to fuck us. And uh, let me tell we'll you, I'm not going moment. down without a fight. We'll find our moment. <sighs> yeah, all right. Uh, we got to stick together here. Yeah, these these thugs they don't they, they, they these are just the hands and fingers and toes and feet. I need to cut off the head, cut off the head and fill up the neck cavity with cement so nothing grows back. I'm kind of thinking it might be a good idea if we go missing nothing more. I want to see than that whole town get napalm to fuck. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Wipe it off a fucking map. Um, as I as I, I think I make a, a bit more of a deal of it as I realise that he wants to kind of talk and breathe and, and I sort of and I go okay and I'm trying to get his sort of arm up over my shoulder but I'm trying to do it without really hurting him and I'm, but actually I've got him I've got him and I could lift him and I just whisper in your ear and I say did you see pale blue eyes while we were driving away was that a movie oh uh. no no <laughs> <laughs> you see vanilla sky Tom Cruise Cameron Diaz I can't remember. <laughs> Blue Velvet. I don't go to. I don't go to the movies. I say. Where, I, I think I did. I think I did. I don't remember where. He talked about them. He talked about her. Yeah, there's some weird, freaky shit going on around here. And what does he mean? They were playing a trick on on me with Jacob Blackwood doing faces. What kind of face? Some sort of that. glamour. They cast a glamour on us. They're like fairy folk. You ever heard about fairy folk? Hey, Jack, do me a favor. I can't bend my neck. Can you look at my crotch if I wet myself? I, I, I gotta be honest. I don't don't think I can tell for this for the sweat and the dust. I think some of it's blood, you know. Sure, sure looks that way. But don't worry. Maybe that doc can patch you up a bit. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think he's even a real doctor. But we'll see. I think we might we'll be see. surprised. Anyway, we we gotta we gotta stop Lafitte before he tries to get all the way back to Vietnam. As Lafitte is closing on the car, and you're sort of hoisting up Mooney as delicately as you can. I do need you all to give me a constitution roll because you've been out of your car mm, and in the heat. Just I lost my hat ages ago. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a close That's one. a hard success. Not a hard, but a 47 on a 55. So you realise how... 44 and a 50. And Ed? Narrow success, 40, 44 and a 50. So you realise how fucking thirsty you are and how, like, you know, if the blows to the head hadn't been on the verge of knocking you out, you're, you're, you, you need some refreshments anyway. But um, you also realise, like, um, as the feet, as you get towards the, the car that's just around the corner, you sort of turn in the corner to get the car in vision, 
Um, you see two of them sort of coming around with what looks like a makeshift stretcher. And then you hear, like, from behind a whistle. Like a downwards whistle, and they both put it down on the floor and just sort of idle next to it. And you realise that none of them are following you to the car. They're all sort of staying where they are and just looking at the three of you sort of struggling like injured grasshoppers. Uh, I'll get him over to the stretcher uh, and put him on it. I mean, assuming that... uh... That's going to be. Oh wait! So, hang on, are they? I look at. I refuse. I refuse. As soon as as soon as you go to do that, I go. No, no, no. Just we're close enough. I, I can walk just about. I've just got to face face the iris, my heel. <laughs> plantar fasciitis. That's nasty. <laughs> That's the one. Plantar fasciitis. That's nasty. And then none of them. They're all like sort of just moving. Like the couple that are there by the car, the feet. As you get there, they sort of just back away from you a bit look very sort of laconic laconic's the wrong word um no what do they look <laughs> another l word um louche no lazy they're not cultured enough to be louche lazy bums no but they they back away from you um and sort of rejoin with cecil and the the others behind you and sort of just watch as uh, you reach the car and uh, jack and ed struggle towards it as well so is this the pickup uh so seth's pickup went over the yeah sorry i meant like this is it's another another it's a smaller pickup yeah so what's the arrangement of seats in this vehicle um so it's like three in the front uh, push like two in the passengers and like three or four along the the back and then okay so it's got two rows it's got two rows yeah yeah. before the yeah do they look like they're not going to join us then is that what we're picking up on well they're not moving towards the vehicle with you they're just sort of like drifting back into a clump and watching you. Um, I'll, I, th- I think I'll say... Take the driver's seat, Jack. So you're going to give me the keys? Are they uh, Are they in the mirror? It doesn't say anything. Maybe you left them in. Yeah, then... I'll, uh, Mooney, I'll, I'll head over with Mooney to the, to the driver's side door and looking at Lafitte the whole time, just going... I think it's fair to say Lafitte probably gets there slightly earlier unless he stops. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Because you're... But I don't know if Lafitte, if you do... Yeah, I, I, I get that, but I was kind of expecting... Um, I think I, 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 I say, um, you ain't going to give us a lift? We're going to drive ourselves? Looks like. Oh, so you can chase us again, is that right? That was fun, was it? You want another round? Is there another vehicle? Uh, there's just this truck yeah, yeah. at the moment, but you can hear there engines were engines and beepings in the right. distance. Yeah, how many of them are stood around? So there was two this side. There's three more, including Cecil. So there's five in total who are now like sort of just stood mm. watching you by this car. Well, I make uh, you know one one um, uh, a motorbike off the cliff. Uh, your 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 friend Seth there, I believe his name was another one of your friends. Got pulled down the cliff there, took uh, took your driver out there, one one with the head, shot your friend there in the shoulders, someone else. I, I, I believe we took out six of you, and three of us are still standing just about, so if you want another round, I'll take another round. What about you two? Hmm. I just got a question for you, Cecil. Oh, please, Mr. Mooney, ask me anything. Oh, thank you. Well, in that case, I got two questions. The first is the question my my colleague Mr. Carstairs asked just now that you perhaps didn't hear because you didn't respond, which is: Are the keys in the mirror, or 
are you going to give them to us? And my second question is, what exactly... Uh, something that's been playing on my mind. When we was driving out here, we were driving at some pace, as you remember. I couldn't help but notice that there was something hanging on a on a, a structure on my way out of town. A couple of people, by the looks of it, who bore strong resemblance to the, the fellas we knew from the garage there. What happened there? They had a bad day, I guess. I guess they had a bad day. I guess sacrifices must be made. Oh, I no? see. Well, I can see what you mean by that. Quite the sacrifice for your town to give up yeah. the warm group of people who uh, can fix up your cars. Uh, oh, you think they're the only folks who can fix up our cars? Russell weren't burned up there. Nate and Steve, they make themselves too friendly with passers-by. Oh. They was on thin ice anyway. Well, we gave Russell our car. He didn't fix that up, so I'm not sure you killed the right well, ones. But then... we got Russell's son, so we got leverage. Oh, I see, I see. Well, thank you for being candid. And the keys? <laughs> oh, they're here. And he pulls them out of his pocket and just spins them around his finger and puts them back in his pocket. All oh, right. Okay. What's my mechanic? I walk up. Whoa, so wait, 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 wait. We, where are we going? We don't need keys. We don't need keys. <laughs> Let's get in the truck. No, I think we'll be fine. Carstairs, would you? I'm get in the truck. Would you help me into the truck, please? Oh, <laughs> uh, would you help him into the truck, please, Beverly? Beverly, be a good girl now. Help him into the truck, would you? I. Uh, uh, d- you want to drive? Uh- no, no, you drive, darling. It's your 18th birthday. You drive. I just need to sit on something upholstered. <laughs> um, was that a, was that a yes, uh, Dom? Just because? D- d- did oh, he say yes? No, not necessarily. I'm thinking of getting in and trying to uh, to spark to, it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although um, actually, I've realised my mechanical repair is good, but my electrical repair is actually very bad. So maybe that's not a good idea. Crumbs, electrical repair. Oh, I don't think I've got anything in electrical repair. Mm. No. Shit, is that what we'd need? I guess it is electrical, isn't it? I've got 25. Um, Oh, well, that's better than me. I got ten. I, I I go up to this chap who's spinning his keys around his finger, and I say, I just hold out my hand, and I say, "Now what? You carry give me those keys." As you get towards him, they all raise their guns at your head. All right, all right, all right. No keys, so it's either walk or it's either walk or you mind if we start this up our own way? We prefer you to run. You run, we can have some fun. You want to get in that car and sit there all day in the blistering heat? That's your business. There'll be others here soon. You can hear them. Listen. You hear them? You hear the engines? Here, let me get... Let, let, you don't let, get to go around insulting us because we're backwards town folks. We've had enough of that since the mines closed oh, down. Oh, you do We've recognize your, your backwoods. Come well, that's here. something. Yeah. You do recognize yeah, well, your recognize backwards at least. I recognize the elitists like you from the city call us deplorables. You call us backwards just because, oh, well. I noticed you didn't ask my name. No, I didn't. My name is Quincy J. Lafitte. If you knew anything about history, you'd know about the Lafittes. Why? You'd know about your part of the country. You may think, oh, look at that little weedy scientist. He's into insects. Look at his insecty fucking face. Sounds French. That's right, he's French. Greatest privateer ever sailed around the Gulf of Mexico. Is that right? I ain't afraid of any of you fuckers. You stick your guns in my face all you like. People like me keep jumping back up. Like a cockroach. I turn to Carstairs and say... Like a fucking cockroach. I turn to Carstairs and say under my breath, 
Seems like my behavior in the tavern back there rubbed off. I'll love to see it. I'll, I'll just I'll just try and open that, that front driver's door and just slide you in. As you do, I go, wait a minute. He called me a city boy. Christ, they keep voice down. the window and go, let me tell you, I've seen things in the dark caverns of this world. I've seen things out there in the in the in the Mojave Desert that would make your skin crawl off your bones and sh- disappear up your asshole, you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. What would your mother say if she knew what you did to your sister? Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, Martha. <laughs> She wouldn't say nothing. I did it to her first. Yeah, I bet she liked that, turn. didn't she? I bet she liked that. I bet you weren't the stuff. first, oh. one, was you? Oh, okay. Okay, boys. And um, he just points to the others, and they keep their guns raised at the feet, and he just sidesteps around the feet and starts coming towards the car, stretching out his, his shoulders. You want to go, son? You want to go? I'll try and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and interpose and go, you don't want to do that. Reverend Osteen won't like that. I know who she is. I've seen her pale blue eyes. I know she has something special planned for us. Who, Reverend Osteen? I've seen them too, the Teher Han. Did, did Osteen put on a girl's face this time, did he? No, he looked like a he looked like a king of the mountain to me. Long hair. Ah. Face like granite, stuck together like it had been broken open. Like it was... Yeah. I got no time for monarchy. And he swings a punch at you, Beverly. I dodge while I'm saying, oh. Jack, if he wants to go live with me, let him go. All I've got is points and fighting, brawl and luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that should be you then, shouldn't it? Um, uh, what, you, what you got? An extreme success. Oh, oh no. Uh, no. So, I need, so I've rolled a nine on a 40 dodge, so I just need five eights at 40, so oh. I just need one luck for an extreme. Oh. 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 Fucking you're duck and weave. <laughs> I haven't lost any sanity because nothing supernatural's happened to me yet. It's just been a trip to Texas, backwards yeah. Texas. I mean, in the in, in in the interests of madness here, Dan, and in the interests of madness here, can I can I make a proposal? Yeah. Yes, please. Because I was in two minds about this. Because I was going to say I dodge. I'm just looking something up, but yeah. What I was actually yeah. wanted to do is I wanted to lay my palm on his forehead and cast a spell. Oh fuck. Um, and I could do that oh. with a Cthulhu Mythos pass for four luck, because I have five Cthulhu Mythos now. Okay. Um, and I, I think what I want to do <laughs> is I want to summon my grandfather's icy touch of my great grandfather's icy touch of death into this man's forehead. Seems legit. With a sort of witch mark kill. Yeah. Um, Great, because I want to. Because I, that's what I was doing. I was sort of saying, I've seen her pale blue eyes, and I think she has something in store for us. I mean, I got that. I don't think he got no. Well, full yeah. context of what you were saying. But I think I. But yeah. It, uh, so can I turn that extreme dodge really naughtily, twisting Chaosium's magic into a Chaosium uh, 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 Cthulhu Mythos part? Uh, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, convince me, baby. I think Lovecraft would approve. Yeah, totally. You need, like, a template spell. Yeah, isn't there a death touch or something? Well, let's find... Uh, we've all got the book, right? Let's find... Um, let's find something that matches it. Like, I don't know. So there's a death spell, but it's reserved for only the most foul of sorcerers, it says. Is that the kind of thing you're after? A Vada Kedavra. I think maybe this is... Maybe, maybe this is more like Wither. Harmful. Yeah. Harmful spells. This is, I think this is more like. Do you know what? Because this is his first ever attempt at allowing his great grandfather's 
evil through him. Um, so I think it would have to be a pretty... Mind blast? Mind blast sounds good, doesn't it? Because I went for his forehead. Because I do feel... Melt flesh. Tell you about it. Necrosis. Sending of the dead. I wonder what that is. Steal life. Stop heart. If I'd gone for his chest, that would have been... A mind blast sounds good, but then that might be... This is... Government. The victim of this spell suffers a terrible mental assault, causing the loss of five sanity points and inducing temporary insanity. Sending of the dead sounds close. It says, causes significant harm or death. The caster must use something personal, blah, blah, blah. Personal item. Basically, <clears throat> ignoring the item stuff. The spell performed, the caster or supplicant, uh, must lay the item down. If the target walks over the item, the spirits of the dead enter his or her body, causing distress, anxiety, mental decay, and possibly physical damage. Wow, wow. <laughs> or the shriveling. Shri- shriveling, that's the one I'm thinking of, not wither, shriveling. Uh, well, no, one of, the, one of the alternative names is the withering blast of death. That's Well, let's use that. A powerful, offensive smell. And smell. smell. <laughs> that was me earlier. A powerful, <laughs> offensive spell causing physical injury to a target. The caster invests as many magic points as desired and half that number in sanity points. Um, for the spell to take effect, the caster must succeed in an opposed power roll. If successful, the target is subjected to a sudden and terrifying blast of energy, causing flesh to blacken That's and the wither. That's the one. The target loses one hit point per magic point invested in the That's spell. the one. That's what, um, <clears throat> that's what old what <laughs> did on you in... Uh... Yeah, I did to my arm. I remember it well. I think that's the one, because, um, I mean, that is your basic um, your basic necromancer's first offensive weapon, isn't it, as far, as far as I understand. As many magic points as desired, that number halved in sanity points. Yeah. So, But the more damage you do, the more sanity you're going to lose. I mean, our, key, our keeper hasn't said yes yet. I think because of your background connections, Jack, I feel like it's a fair, it's a fair. thing to... Land of darkness. So what? What is it that you you do? I think I. I think I. I sort of. I. I dodge very fast and I shove my hand on his forehead and I say, "Well now, why don't you eat some of the black power of those that fly through the stars?" And and I shrivel his face. Oh God. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Are you? So this is a power okay, game, right? Let's, yeah, let's see how it goes. If you melt his orifices, does that mean he'll suffocate? Potentially. We can always cut them back open. These guys seem to like all that shit anyway. <laughs> Whoa, body mudders. Um, <laughs> Jesus, and nose piercings. Okay, that is an inc- that is a crucial thirty-seven on a forty-five power, guys. I'm not a natural mag- magician. Oh, opposed, right? Is it shit the bed? Oh. Spend the luck. He fails. <gasps> we're, we're, we're on to something. Got him now. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's more for the display of power that I'm going for, really. I, I, I'm not really... So I'm tempted to... I mean, I imagine we're all going to have to do sanity rolls, probably including you. Well, defi- well I, I just go indefinitely insane. I am indefinitely insane. I just I have a bout of madness as a result. Um, so my question is, it's a bit meta, but... I mean, my instinct was to, you know, it was to hurt him, but I've only got nine magic points. Magic points come back really quick, though. They do. Yeah, I think it's like one an hour hour or something. An hour, yeah. Fingers crossed. So, I mean, I was, I was going to say minimum four. Spend hit points. So I could do four damage. Make it five. Make it six. Make it six. Is he a big guy? Make it six. No, not particularly. He's quite weedy. Well, not weedy. He's quite um. 
He's got range. Yeah. He's quite lean. He's like a welterweight. Yeah. It puts, puts me down to 30 sanity. Kirk sleep started on that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, sleep started on 20. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so I'm going to do six points of damage, reducing me to three magic points, which I think is good because it's like, I don't know what I'm doing and it's just opening up and these words are coming out. And I, I recognise them as um, my, my great-grandfather, but I obviously it's still me, or is it? Uh, and I feel this burning sensation in my hand, and... Uh, he goes in with a lunge, and he sort of... He, he just brushes your chin, and his face comes right yeah, into yeah. you, and your other hand grips him by the forehead. Yeah, grips him by the forehead. There. I think... Uh, 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 so I start with this, well, then I shall, then I shall um, cause cause pain upon you from the darkest gifts of those who fly between worlds and then it just converts into this dark guttural stream of language that obviously neither moon nor feet have ever heard me speak before maybe the others gathered around her but it's the te- it's, it is the tongue of she who will not be named the, 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 uh, the goat god of a thousand young uh, yeah. and, and maybe there's an invocation of sort of trees in people's minds whipping and waving uh, in, in the night uh, and this black shriveling begins to spread across veins across his face and eyes and down his mouth very fast but this white glow is spreading out of my hand as I sort of force him to his knees yeah and I think for all of those watching the others of his men the dust bullies and also you two your eyes become a very pure blue, I think, in that moment, don't they? Your ear. Um, like ice, like chipped ice. Yeah. Um, and as this strange language comes out of you and your hand glows and his face sort of blackens, he just starts screaming like a child, just... Ah, ah, please, no, no, no. And the others all take a few steps back and raise their, their guns towards you. Um... And do you just keep hanging onto his face? They look confused and sort of. But you can see there is a like there's a degree of panic amongst them, and they're sort of looking to each other and looking to Cecil. And you can see the veins around his eyes, especially sort of blackening, and his skin sort of crisping up. Um... Te- technically, I don't even get to roll my sanity, do I? Because as soon as I've lost it, uh, I just I've triggered a bout of madness. Yeah. So. Do you want me to roll a d10 to see what that is? Please. Um, I think the other two of you should probably roll sanity as well. Oh, dear. You know what a three is. Violence, again. Oh. Yeah. A red mist descends. And the other two of you, how have your sanity rolls gone? I've, I've failed my sanity quite badly. I've just remembered how bad my sanity is. I have also failed my sanity. Seeing this... Mm, I mean, I've been quite brutal in the past... Let's go with a D4. Yeah. Because this is magic done by someone you know to be a human that has withered this guy's... Fa- I mean, it's one of the most extreme things you could see, I'd argue. That seems fair. If I'd lost four, that would have been indefinite insanity for me. I lost a one. Oh, yes. And I think I, I think I just... I'm so ecstatic with this guy's suffering yeah. uh, that yeah, I don't straight. really think too hard about how, how it's happening. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the suffering more than I'm questioning the means. I lost two. Mm. Um, and I th- I think 
perhaps that provokes an involuntary action. Yeah. And I think probably... I'd probably shit myself. That's bringing my rock down on the back of this guy's head. On Cecil's head. You could, you could stride forward a few steps and, like, a couple of steps and do it. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's a bit maybe that's a bit considered. Twatty. Maybe that's a bit considered. <laughs> Bring a rock down the back of someone's head is a bit considered. Um, <sighs> well, well, if it's more like a like a panic, I'd, I'd say you're still like <sighs> so you just have to run forwards and do that. But you might do that. I'd say that's a fair reaction if that's what you feel that is appropriate. I'll say that the engines are getting louder from behind you, but that doesn't affect you right now because you're. Could shot put it. Ah. I mean, either way, he's there on his knees. Is the spider? Is is there something about the spider? With this is, hand, is there something about the blindness. Is there something about? Yeah, he's gone. He oh, and actually, see. the hand mark on his face that's sort of burnt like, in, like throwing a shoe the, at a spider. The, the veins ah. popping around it, the sort of like black veins popping over his head, his shaven head, seem to resemble a spider's legs. You think? Is that you, Itsy Bitsy? Is that you? On the man's face. I know what it is because I can't because I can't see I can't see what's happening to his face. Partly because I'm behind him, and partly because uh, I'm fucking blind because my glasses are gone. Sure. So I just hear him screaming, and I see the glowing. I, well, I, cause I don't see exactly what's happening with um, Beverly's eyes, but I see something weird happening. And I said, um, <laughs> I just start yelling. <laughs> You see, you see what happens when you when you when you mess with with the descendant of Jean Lafitte, the privateer. You don't know what darkness you mess with. You don't know what power you're confronted with. And I just I I, I, I do this to all of the, the surrounded people pointing their guns. And they all look panicked and sort of look between each other and Cecil's just there kneeling, sort of blubbering like a child, still like still alive. But um clearly just like fucked in the head just <laughs> like snot bubbles running down his face he just like he's, he's been reduced to a toddler like a screaming toddler and um the others of them as you hear these engines roaring behind you and getting closer mm-hmm. as you're doing this massive speech to the crowd do you see what happens when the guard himself um, does this thing and um, one of them fires at you and then they all fire at you and Joseph um, and you're welcome to try and uh, duck for cover if you'd like but there's five guys <laughs> shooting at you in this dramatic moment um, yeah how does that work with that yeah because so I suppose if they're electing to fire now is that a new round yeah that's a new action round. It's a new so I would say you, so you get to regardless of sanity, you can... Yeah. I mean, my dex is extraordinarily good, but I am blind. Um, yeah, I say five. We are, no we are the most dexterous group I've ever been. I'm 70. My dex is 80. But they've all got extra for guns, right? Can, uh, is it, I mean, like some... And they're very close. Some people don't get 85. 85 is pretty fucking fast. Yeah, but I... I mean, if I'm surrounded at point-blank range with a bunch of people with guns... If it's an... Realistically... Might all be beanbags. It might all be beanbags. I think they probably are all beanbags. And and I, I don't think I'm going to even attempt to, to dodge. I'm in the midst of an involuntary action. What will be, will be. Well, I'm... But I'm pitching here, if this is a new round, has his involuntary action passed, Dana? What will be, will be. That's my ask. Ooh, yeah, I guess... 
in my head, narratively, we were mid-involuntary action, but that's not really fair, mechanically. So I'd say you can choose to sort of realise mid-sermon. Maybe you've reached... What do you say? What's the end of your sermon? Do you see what you're saying to them in in reaction to Jack? godlike sort of punishment of this this leech this maggot of a hillbilly in front of you what's the end of your sermon this is what happens when you do not pay attention to the history of your culture and your people <laughs> the privateer Jean Lafitte ruled this coast he ruled all the southern states <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean and his power has come has come to, has come to wreak chaos upon all of you full, you fair the little men who run the hills you know nothing of the power the power beyond your imagination and at that point and then they all shoot me in the head um yeah so you, well, what you feel is, as you finish the sermon, you feel, you feel like you've imparted something, some powerful thing, and you see this blubbering wreck on his knees, and you see this this person that you thought you knew, Jack Beverly, Jack Carstairs, in front of you, still with his hand outreached, not touching the person anymore, but the remnants of a glow fading through the back of his hand, and maybe he flashes his head, but I don't know, maybe he flashes his head back towards you, and you just see this glint of like ice blue eyes and then this blackness just clocks you across the head and you fall to the floor now Jack what do you do as you realise there there's nothing there's nothing that I realise my bout of madness has not been uh, met yet yes this is in this action I will be in my first round of my bout of madness and there's no way that I would try and do anything other than kill this man I think I think what you see is the hand pulls back and the first one hits me and my left hand reaches out and my thumb is going to go into this thing's eye. This guy is... Cecil, eye. just weeping in front and of you as your thumb nears the socket. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the other one just hits me square in the face and knocks me off my feet and knocks me unconscious. And um, as, as you hear these engines roaring and getting closer behind you, um, Ed Mooney, you're still basically incapacitated you feel healthier than you were but you basically can't move um you're still like you're in the truck you're on the passenger seat the door's still open and you can hear these things going close and you witness this happening and then you witness this like barrage of these people just letting loose and you see both your friends go down to the floor and um in the aftermath of it um there's sort of like just a lot of heavy breathing and whispering and Cecil's still there on his knees like <laughs> and um a couple of them sort of try and get him to his feet and sort of they end up sort of he won't sort of he's trying to shake them off but he's very weak and they end up lying him on the stretcher just to the side and then you hear a sort of a groaning and um you see a mound sort of pushing up in the dirt like just gradually and you realise it's Seth, the burnt guy who had buried himself in the mud. And he sort of raises himself out, and the others suddenly look reawakened by his emergence. And he sort of looks around wild-eyed with these mudded eyes, as he looked like when he'd put the dust in him. And he looks down to the two prostrate figures on the floor, and he looks up to you. And he sort of, like, makes his way towards you. And I flip him the bird. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You see a couple of them. And you flip him the bird, and you also see a couple of them say, uh, like, talk to him, like, very nervously. They're sort of like, Seth, Seth, we're the doctor, the doctor. You can't quite hear what they're saying. And he sort of just turns and looks at them. 
and then looks at Cecil on the stretcher and then looks back to you and he walks up to you and you realise he is this mountain of a man this bulk gleaming in his forehead and he he just opens the car door and leans down and he just plants a kiss very gently on your forehead and it's the closest to sadness you've seen in his eyes And then his hand just strokes down, closes over your nose and mouth. 